Do I look like someone who cares what God thinks? There's something out there waiting for us. And it ain't no man. I'm getting a hundred cups of coffee, starting now. They're coming to get you, Barbara. Coffee machine? One cup of coffee, please. What an excellent day for an exorcism. My name is Jerry, and I'm a tabletop gamer who loves horror movies and dislike anything that tastes like coffee. And I'm John, and I love horror movies and coffee. And from his possessed house, where he slowly looks to exorcise the demons from both John and myself, our producer Chris. Welcome to Coffee Flavored Horror, where we talk about the good, the bad, out demon I say from this horrifying body, and out demon I say from his horrifyingly cheesy body. Speaking of horrifyingly cheesy bodies, let's get to the talking with Jerry and John. Welcome back to our rundown of VHS 2012. This is episode five. And as you know, for the last couple episodes, we've been doing one small segment of the movie at a time. This is the last segment. So please pay attention, have a good time and enjoy. Welcome to part five called 103198. Tape 56. Epilogue. Gary returns to find Zach gone. As he searches, the zombie of the original corpse shows up and kills him. Yeah. The TV continues to play a tape to an empty chair. 10, 31, 98. This is directed by Radio Silence, trio of directors, Matt Bettelini-Olpin, Tyler Gillette, and Chad Villella. Can I say? Yes. This is like 20 minutes, right? Like yeah. the segment's like 20 minutes? Yeah. What do you need three directors for 20 minutes for? I have no They're idea. They're directing group. They direct things together as a group. Okay. What, they, what else did they do? N- nothing that I could tell. So, however, <laughs> however wait till the next segment, wait till the very next paragraph. Ready? Okay. Right. On Halloween, four friends, Tyler, played by Tyler Gillette, Chad, played by Chad Villella, Paul, played by Paul Antonic, and Matt, played by Matt Bettelini-Olpin, head out into a party. Tyler has a nanny cam in his teddy bear costume. I mean, they're just acting in their own movies at this point, yeah, right? Okay. Much. The men go to a house for a haunted house party, but end up at the wrong house. This is hilarious, by the way. Yes. After exploring and claiming that they saw a room with cool effects, like there were hands coming out of the walls, maybe that's the first clue that you're in the wrong place, they make their way towards sounds in the attic, encountering a few more odd effects, like image reflected in mirrors that aren't there. Man, this party's a rager at this point. (laughs) In the attic, they come across an exorcism, where a bunch of men have a girl, played by Nicole Herb, bound between posts. The boys think it gets a party... Join in the chants until the men start striking the girl. What? (laughs) What the hell's going on? These guys are morons. Yes, they are. (laughs) And then some of the men get dragged to the ceiling as the partiers flee. But they hear a girl screaming, so they turn back to try to rescue her. Hold on one second. There's actually people in this movie that are in this segment that are trying to do the right thing? Yes. I'm so confused. Or dude bros, no less. I know, right? I mean, stupid dude bros, but but they're trying to do the right thing here, right? Yep. So they hear the girl screaming. So they go back to rescue her and they start fighting off the surviving uh, exorcists. And then they cut the girl down and flee again. As they attempt to leave, the house begins to attack with hands reaching out from the walls, windows shrinking and items levitating and flying towards them. Which is hilarious. If you watch this, oh my God, it's, it's great. It's also terrifying. It is. The group escapes through the basement with the girl, breaking their way through a set of storm doors before getting into their car while the girl pleads, don't leave me. The group make it to the car and head towards the hospital as they comfort the girl. However, the car stops moving and the girl vanishes, suddenly appearing and screaming in front of the vehicle. 
The car refuses to start and all the doors stay locked as the rescuers realize that the girls stopped them on a railroad crossing as a train races towards them. End. The good, the bad, and the horrifying. Well, there was actually an alternate ending for 103198 where the four rescuers managed to get out of the car just before it's hit by the train. Boo. But the directors thought it would be better if this ended in a horrific effect with them dying. Well, yeah. That, I actually feel bad for these four guys. Yeah. They try to do something good, you know, save this girl, and they get hit by a train. Yeah. It's... Yep. yep. But at the same time, they should have probably known they weren't at the right house. The thing is, not only did they, like, they didn't just like, oh, the girl's being hit, we'll grab her. They like, oh shit, please stop and go, no, we've got to go back for her. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, yeah. they actually went back into the fire to, to rescue the people. Oh, yeah. They, 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 they're they, rescuing they the possessed girl. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. I mean, yeah, they were out of the house free and clear, and then they, yep. they all went back. Yeah. Do bro morons, apparently. hmm Anyway, yeah. so I, I don't understand. Is this good or bad, this idea that the setup and the storytelling are done through dialogue? It's good. It's good. Yeah, it's good. It's good. They, do they just, it's, like, talk a bunch early yeah. on or something like that? They're, or? they're, they're talking on the way to the party. Mm-hmm. They're talking to each other. They're talking about each other's costumes. They're talking to uh, people they see on the road. They're talking to each other. They're going through the house. They kind of like, you know, dude... You know, for a hard house, this is really good special effects, that whole thing. So you're getting the, the background and the plot through them co- talking to each other. Mm-hmm. And it seems natural because it's four guys all revved up for a party. Good storytelling hook. Is the first person camera work? Like, it, it, I, I assume a lot of these, these films, these VHS films are, or short, short segments are first. There's some first person camera work going right. on. Yeah, a lot of them It's are. all first person camera Okay. Work. What is good about this one then? Like who's, who's the first person perspective on this? Does it flip between the it's different the, characters? It's the guy in the teddy bears uh, costume. Oh, they use the teddy bear. He's the nanny cam. Oh, the nanny cam. That's cool. He's supposed to be a teddy bear with a nanny cam on him. And so it's there because he keeps stopping to check on everybody else. That gives you a lack of excessive shaky cam. So like, you see him running down the hall and he turns back to look at his friends to make sure they're all behind him. Mm-hmm. And so you get to see the guys coming down the stairs. It's a good use of why is this guy <laughs> stopping to look at stuff? Cause he's the one leading the charge. And so instead of it just being chaotic running around and then somebody yells and he turns and looks at them, and that's what he sees the hands coming out from the wall. It was good use of first person, first person movies. You have to make sure that the cam stays stable enough to but, get, you know, and, this... and, and reasons for it to stay stable. Yeah. And make right. Sense. Yeah. And they do that in this movie. It's Otherwise, you just get too much Blair Witch Project going yeah. on there. What about the special effects? Tell me about them. They're, they're pretty decent. I mean, you see hands coming out the wall. You actually see, like, when they're trying to escape, the windows are, like, slowly shrinking and so, everything else. I got some questions real quick about that. So the hands that are coming out of the wall, did they do the, the latex plastic thing with pushing through the wall, or did they use after effects in some way, shape, or form to make it look I like hands were coming? I think it was after yeah. effects. Because I'm pretty sure that shrinking window thing is an after effects trick. By the oh, way, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a nerd people that are listening that does some amount of video editing so i know how some of these tricks work the shrinking window is probably the most terrifying effect that's probably pretty good it looks really good and like the hands coming out of the wall we've seen that before and then but when they go to the when they go to the door and the door just shrinks down to nothing that's good and it's and it doesn't look it doesn't look like a special effect no it's really tight of all the stories this one has probably the best special effects in it yes and the most probably i think so yeah probably is the most after four episodes and a framing sequence that are all men behaving badly, the four dude bros in this movie keep trying to do the right thing. So I used to end this on a bunch of heroes. Even though they die, they still act like heroes. We actually right. have some nice guys in the world. Uh, it's nice. If they were really heroes, they would have helped with the exorcism. 
Well, they didn't know. They didn't I don't think, yeah. <laughs> it's funny. We're all genre savvy, right? Yeah. So we're like, no, don't save the girl. Exer- exercise the demon from the girl. Well, they don't realize it's exorcism. All they see is a bunch of guys sure. beating a girl. Yeah, and they're I like, get oh it. shit, we're not doing that. We's not putting up with that shit. Like, where's yeah. all the good guys gone? On the train tracks. Yes. And John, what'd you think about this movie? You know, I thought this movie was actually pretty good. I this one I liked uh probably this Segment, one in, I should say. This one in the glitch is my two favorite ones. Like this one I really think it should have like a sequel or a, a movie spinned off it. That'd be interesting. Yeah, I think it'd be real good. I think this would make a decent feature film. Let's go to John's body count corner. All right. We have a body count of Eight for this segment. Yes, for There's this a lot segment. of dead bodies for this one segment. It's great though. I mean, they all they don't die horribly, you know, but they die. All right. Well, since this is the last one, and that's it. Like that. That was like. Does the movie end here? The, the movie ends when the train hits them. Mm-hmm. The credits roll, and each segment of credits has uh, scenes from the movie that they. Oh, did. that's so, fun. So it ends with them getting <clears> hit by the train. End of the end of the thing. Nice. The framing segment ends with them guy getting hit by the zombie. zombie that's yep. nice. Okay. All right. So let's go to our grand total for body count, John. Talk to me. So we had the framing scenes of the movie. We have a whole body count of four. Those are the four guys that needed to die. Yes. Mm-hmm. Amherst tonight, body count of three. Okay. And they all needed to die too. We're at seven. Second honeymoon, a body count of uh, one. That's that we're at eight now. Yep. And then we have Tuesday the 17th with a body count of four. And we're up to 12. We have the sick thing that happened to Emily when she was younger with a body count of zero. Which still might be the most horrifying of all of these. Yeah, yeah isn't that weird? Those body counts the most horrifying one, I think. Mm-hmm. And then we have 103198 with a body count of eight. And that is a total of? 20. That's pretty good. Pretty been tw- for the short for the short movie count. Yeah. I'm just saying it could have been 21. I mean, Emily, yep. she's very better off. I'm just saying. It's better that she's not dead. It's actually creepier because that means it could happen to her again. Yeah, that's horrifying. <laughs> All right. So now that we've gone through five of these, Jerry, are you watching this again or are you drinking the horror flavored coffee? This is the fourth time I've watched this movie in like four years. Okay. I would watch this movie again. I would, would you, I, I would would you drink, drink some coffee? I would drink some coffee and then yeah. sit down to watch me some VHS. I like good found footage. This is a respectable low budget found footage movie. Oh yeah, this kind of shows. Some of these can shows you found footage could actually be good and terrifying. And I wouldn't, you know what? I would give up a five cups. Five cups. Yep, that, that's five out of ten. Oh yeah. All right. One, pretty one, good. One per episode. One per one per yeah segment, yeah one yeah. per segment. Absolutely. All right. Well, before we leave, let's give a shout out to some of the Facebook groups that we like to frequent. Jerry, uh, Candyland Night Terrors, my favorite spot on the internet for horror talk. Also, I like horror hoodlums. It's a nice spot too. And John, we also have. Haunting in the Unknown. Nice. Well, we will be back next week with some more coffee-flavored horror.